Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? All right, welcome into AuburnLive.com, uh, the Auburn Live show. Uh, I'm Justin Hokinson coming to you for just a few quick minutes. It'll be a shortened uh, podcast, shortened show here um, on, I guess it's Monday night. <clears throat> you may listen to this late Monday night. You may listen to this Tuesday morning. Um, we're coming to talk about Mike Bobo. As you probably heard, we broke the story on Mike Bobo's uh, firing as Auburn's offensive coordinator. Um, he is out <clears throat> after one season. Uh, on the Plains, can't say I'm surprised. Um, look, we, if you were on AuburnLive.com, we talked about very early in the year, like September, we talked about potentially Mike Bobo only being here one year. <clears throat> At the time, there was kind of some fit issues, I think, between him and Brian Harson. That talk kind of died down. Auburn started to play you know, fairly well. Bo Nix had some good games. And then, of course, the season ended the way it did where you have a second-half second halves of basically the last five games. You have four losses, and then if you throw in the Ole Miss game, Auburn scored like 12 or 15 points total in the last five second halves. So um, just not going to get it done. I think Auburn finished 10th in total offense in the league, like 7th in passing, you know, about 7th or ninth in rushing, something like that. So Mike Bobo out after one year as offensive coordinator for Auburn. Uh, my first reaction outside of you know, not being shocked um, is, you know, that's now a receivers coach who was fired four games in and an offensive coordinator was fired after year one. <clears throat> an offensive coordinator, by the way, whose son is committed to play offensive line at Auburn. Um, to me, that is a move of a coach that's not that's not playing games like there's no there's building. He wants to build it, but he's trying to win now. There's no, hey, we'll take our lumps for two or three years. Um, and there's none of that thought process happening with Brian Harson and, and, and the staff that's there. None. Uh, when you fire a receivers coach four games in, uh, when you fire an OC one year in, um, when you know you have personnel issues, I mean, you could, Bobo, look, Bobo um, didn't call. I mean, there's, there's games where he struggled. There's games where he was, he was great. Um, but Auburn has personnel issues. You could you could probably find the fault a lot of places, but ultimately when you when you when you're able to score in the first half of games and then you can't score in the second half, that's coaching. Uh, it's hard to point to personnel when you score 28 against Ole Miss in the first half and three in the second half, or if you score 28 in the first half against Mississippi State and six in the second half. That's not personnel. That's coaching. Um, but that's my, my kind of my first reaction is that Brian Harson they're trying to win right now, and you might say, well, of course they are. Well, not not all. I mean, when you're a new coach, you you generally have a honeymoon period, right? Like you can build your staff, you can recruit. Fans are going to put up with a little bit more in those first couple years, and you can say we're building the program. And Harson and his staff are certainly building. And they're recruiting and they're putting in the standards and the expectations um, that they that they want to see in in the program. No, no question. I mean, they're building it. But while they're building it, they want to win now. Now. There's no, there's no waiting. Brian Harson has won. I mean, he won every year at Boise. The guy's never lost. He's only lost three games in a row a couple times. He's never lost um, four. Actually, I'm not sure he's ever lost three games in a, in a row. Um, he certainly had never lost four in a row. So um, he's trying to win. 
So that's kind of the first thing that, that comes off. I mean, he, he knows what he wants. He knows what he wants to see. He knows what he wants his program to look like and what it's going to take to be successful. That's the one thing I've learned about him listening to Brian Harson. Um, is it's not that complicated to him. So sometimes when you hear him talk, right, he can come off kind of dry. Um, and sometimes even, I, I like it, but sometimes like rude. He's not being rude, but there's sometimes where he can be like, I, what's your question, you know, to the media. It's because to him, I really think like to him, this is not difficult. He knows what he wants to see. He knows what it's going to take to win. And, and, and the difference between winning and losing and why you lost games and why you – like none of that stuff is shocking to him. It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. Um, and so I, I think because of that, I think he's a guy that's able to make decisions like this, like four games in, go, hey, uh, we're going to make a change at receiver. One year in with a, with a kid who's committed to play offensive line, Drew Bobo. I mean, you could say, well, let's let Mike have one more year. Let's get his son on campus. Um, unless he, like you could have, he said, no, 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 you're gone one year and you're gone. And if Drew Bubba leaves, fine, clearly he's not worried about that. Um, so that, that, that really sticks out that Brian Harson's really trying to make it happen now while building. Um, the other interesting point is, um, you know, I don't know what involvement Alan Green, athletic director Alan Green has with, um, you know, Brian at this point, you know, we know the issues with Alan, Alan Green and he's probably, um, out at some point, right. But he did hire Brian Harson, and I do think it's interesting that both these decisions have been made when they were made. That's not always how it's worked. Um, you know, under Gus, I don't know that Gus could have gotten away with just pulling the trigger like that. I think it would have been, hey, you hired him. You're going to ride it out for a year because we're not going to pay all that buyout money. Um, I mean, Bobo has a three-year deal. I got to pay him two-something million dollars. I mean, so if you read that ESPN article a few months ago about Auburn being kind of the king of paying former coaches, well, they're just adding to it. Um, probably pay Cornelius a mill or something like that, buy out, who knows what, and, and Bobo a couple million dollars. So, um, But I think that's interesting that there's no pushback. There's no pushback from Alan Green or anybody on, hey, and, and, and look, maybe that's because Alan Green's leaving at some point. What, I don't know. Maybe he's like, well, what do I care? Go ahead and make, make the moves you want to make. I hired you. Why am I going to put, why am I going to handcuff you now? It would look great for me if you succeeded. Do what you want to do. Um, it's probably nothing to lose if you're Alan Green at this point. Um, but uh, but quick quick trigger from Brian Harson, And he, it might not be the last. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I thought there'd be staff turnover. We talked about Harson and we talked about Bobo and Mason being on the hot seat. Um, but uh, might not be done. Might not be done. We'll see. Um, you know, Will Friend is is tight with Mike Bobo, but Will Friend, you know, he I, th I think he's a good recruiter, and 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 I would imagine if he was let go, he probably would have been let go at the same time as Bobo. Like you know, um, so we'll keep an eye on that. You know, we'll see if Derek Mason kept his job, maybe with that defensive performance. Mason can recruit now, and so if 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 you chalk defense up to you know maybe just a few you know strategic things where you didn't quite match up to your personnel, whatever, if he can recruit, maybe he sticks around. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of fallout from recruits or players like Demetrius Davis, young quarterback. He, he's going to stay. And <clears throat> some of the commits already have, have said they're, they're, they're staying like it. So I don't think Bobo's loss is going to impact um, anybody. The one, the one person that's up for grabs, right? It's Bo Nix. I mean, Bo Nix, we talked about on AuburnLive.com about him being 
you know, weighing all his options, including transferring, which would be wild to see Bo Nix, Mr. Auburn, transfer from Auburn and, and play somewhere else. I mean, that would be kind of a shocking thing. Um, from what I understand, Bo Nix and, and Mike Bobo had a had a good relationship. And I think he has a good relationship with Harson too. I, I don't think Bo has an issue with those two coaches. I think he liked Bobo. I mean, Bo had he should. Bo had his best year. Uh, highest completion percentage um, and best touchdown to interception ratio Bo had this year. Um, Bo probably put together more good games consecutively and more good games total this year before he was injured um, than he had in in the previous two seasons, you know, in a season. So, you know, and, and if you listen to Bobo, we talked to Bobo earlier in the year. I mean, I think he likes Bo. He's proud of Bo. He thinks he's a competitor. So I, I don't think there's any of that, um, any issues. So what is Bobo leaving? What does that do to Bo Nix? Um, because now that would be his fourth offensive coordinator in four years if he comes back. Because I guess he had Chad Morris, Gus Malzahn, Mike Bobo, and then he'll have somebody else. Um, and so, or I guess he had Gus and then Chad Morris. I'm sorry, maybe I got that backwards. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see if that impacts Bo at all. I mean, it, it can't, it can't help. It can't help to say, all right, Bo, there's offensive coordinator number four. Now, Brian Harson is a former offensive coordinator. So whoever they hire, the offense is going to be similar. So, you know, it might not impact Bo that much, honestly, if you, if you think, just kind of thinking about it, thinking it through now, they're not going to complete dramatically change what they do. Uh, Harson's going to hire somebody that's going to do similar things that he wants to do. Running the football is going to be important physicality. Um, and who knows? I mean, there's some good OCs out there. You might go hire somebody that comes in and blows Bo Nix away and says, Bo, I'm about to make you a draft pick. I promise you. I mean, who knows? Um, it, it, a lot depends. Um, it could help keep Bo. We'll see. I mean, Bo's already weighing his options with Mike Bobo here. So, you know, maybe it's a deal where you bring somebody in and, and he can help bring Bo back versus the status quo. Um, so anyway, um, so that's that's kind of it. Mike Bobo out. Um, AuburnLive.com. I know Jeffrey and Cole have got recruit commit uh, commits um, reaction um, on the message boards and things like that. Um, look, it's going to be an interesting week. I think all, I think there's going to be some more players that transfer from Auburn, which is to be expected. I mean, in this day and age, the transfer portal and a first year coach. I said a few like guys are leaving. It's just who, but guys are leaving the program and guys are coming in. Just go ahead and just go ahead and get ready for it and and probably take a step back because it's not it's not that big of a deal. Maybe a certain player we'll see, but like if, if players leave, that's the that's the age we're in now, especially with a coach that just came in, first year coach. If you got guys that don't think they're gonna get a chance, um, or just don't vibe with who Harson is, they're they're gone and it's okay. It's really not a big deal. Um, it really isn't. It don't it's I don't view it like guys are leaving. Like in, in, in previous years, if, if you had a bunch of guys leave a program, you would that would be an indictment on the coach, right? Like where are they? Well, now nowadays it's it's too common. It's not even really an indictment on the coach. It's just a guy who wants to play. Period. It's a business decision, really, at this point. Um, so we'll kind of see what happens there. We'll be tracking all of that uh, at auburnlive.com. So anyway, that's kind of my quick reaction to to Mike Bobo leaving. Uh, not surprised. Um, and uh, you know, as far as Auburn, the only thing it really hurts is continuity. You know, you're going to have to learn now learn a new offense next year. So we talk about wanting to win quickly. Brian Harson had to make that choice. Keep an offensive coordinator, have continuity or make the change and say, forget it. We, we got to make the pull, pull the bandaid off and let's go. He made the decision uh, to pull to pull the bandaid off and, and make the change in coordinators. If Bo Nix leaves and you have a whole fresh start and look, you're going to re- be, be replacing offensive linemen. You're going to be replacing wideouts next year. Like, so you're already going to have some personnel turnover. 
So, it, you know, if you're not pumped about Bobo, bring somebody else in because you're already going to have kind of a rebuilt line, um, a little bit rebuilt receiving core. And if Bo, Bo comes back, great. If he doesn't, your offense is going to be com basically completely rebuilt next year. So might as well bring in a new OC to help you do it. AuburnLive.com is uh, where you can get all the latest information. Appreciate everybody joining us. We'll see you soon.